Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Final hour of the show, in for Cody and Gold. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. What's your fantasy coming up in just a minute? We're going to bring on Paul Charchi, and if you've got any fantasy questions, fire them in right now on the text line, 913-586-7610. Also, because it's all gloom and doom here in Kansas City, and nobody thinks this team's going anywhere, and all of a sudden we stink, Let's play just a quick game of text a random chief. So feel free to do that also on the text line. I'll get us going here. Harvey Williams. You feel better? Joe Valerio. Louis Aguiar. Snoop Menace. That's how bad things used to be. All right. Text me in. We'll play a game of text a random chief on the other side. But right now, let's welcome in the head of guillotine leagues. He is Paul Charchi. And to answer our fantasy football questions, Charchi, uh, Brock Purdy did not look good. In fact, he looked awful last time we saw him what are the chances he bounces back against washington hi sean uh chances are great because it's washington this is a terrible pass defense the worst in the league it's not close so you know once they traded away sweat and young it was game over for this defense here's where they, they currently rank against the pass fantasy points allowed dead last touchdowns allowed dead last passing yards allowed dead last depth of target 30th uh, they held, sure, they held Trevor Simeon in check last week. That does not count. Uh, prior to that, they had allowed multiple touchdown passes in 10 of the previous 11. Brock Purdy's my number one ranked quarterback for this week. And love his receivers, as you can guess, like Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, all sitting on big games, Sean. So you think that what we've seen from Brock Purdy before last week is more of the real Brock Purdy? Yeah, and even if he's not fully back, you know, mentally, whatever, Washington will give it up anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, this, you know, at this point, there's only about three quarterbacks I wouldn't start with, you know, with relish against Washington. Trevor Simeon was one of them. That's, that is about it. Let's stick with the quarterback position charts where Matthew yeah. Stafford has been awesome, probably playing the best football of his entire career, got a really good matchup against the Giants. That seems to me like that's the guy you want if you could handpick a quarterback coming up for your fantasy football final. Yeah, it's a good opportunity right here. Stafford's season is pretty fascinating, Sean. The, you, you rarely see a season that just gets cleaved in in two parts so cleanly as his does. Those first nine games for Matthew Stafford, he was averaging one touchdown pass per game, and he ranked his fantasy quarterback 23 wow. right between Desmond Ritter and Mac Jones, mm. both of whom would go on to be benched repeatedly. And since game that ninth game, in the tenth game forward, 
he's fantasy quarterback two. Between Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen, averaging 280 passing yards and almost three passing touchdowns a game. You mentioned Giants are coming up. On paper, they look like a middle-of-the-pack pass defense, but they're really not. Good quarterbacks hammer them. Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Josh Allen, Brock Purdy twice, averaged 312 yards against the Giants. So, you know, Stafford's in that class of passer, and I think he's sitting on a nice, very nice game here. Charge, what if you could have one of those Rams wide receivers for the next couple of weeks or if your fantasy final is coming up this weekend, which one do you take? I want Puka because of the consistency that he has brought. And I've got him sitting at a, at a very nice ranking as, as number six in my, in my rankings uh, this week. So uh, over the last four weeks, both Cup and Puka – uh, have had 100-yard weeks, sometimes you know together, sometimes one, sometimes the other. But Puka's yardage totals have been a lot more consistent. Um, and the Giants have allowed the six most receptions to the position, so this it's going to be another boom day probably for both of them. They're both my top eleven, so I you know I like them both a lot here. Talking some fantasy football with the best, Paul Charchin of GuillotineLeagues.com back on 610 Sports Radio. Paul, let's stick with the pass catchers. My guy Travis Kelsey. His yeah. numbers look great, although kind of inconsistent based on what we're used to. Is this a big game for Travis? Well, yeah, great's a little strong. Um, you know, for those of us that are used to greatness from Kelsey, we haven't gotten that. We've gotten goodness from from Kelsey to this point. Uh, but man, is the opportunity fantastic in this game? So I want to believe. By the way, last five weeks, Travis Kelsey's tight end fantasy tight end ten, right, just ahead of Chigakonkwu. Hmm. So you know. That's, we won't call that great. But here's here's the Bengals against tight ends, Sean. Fantasy points allowed, second worst in the league. Receptions allowed, second worst. Receiving yards allowed, the most receiving yards allowed to tight ends. So a great opportunity for Travis Kelsey. From Holmes, too, by the way. The, over the last five weeks, Cincinnati has given up the most passing yards. And, Sean, get this. Here's the here's the opposing quarterbacks that have, that, that have fueled – Cincinnati to give up the most passing yards. Mason Rudolph, Nick Mullins, Gardner Minshew, Kenny Pickett, and Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Beathard splitting wow. a, a game. Those guys have eaten up Cincinnati. So I got to believe, I got if there's ever an opportunity for the big bounce back, this is it right here. Speaking of quarterbacks, we got a great matchup, Baltimore against Miami. In the fantasy world, if you could only have one of those quarterbacks, Tua or Lamar, which one are you playing? You know, it's Lamar by a fair margin. You know, Tua's, Tua's fantasy numbers are pretty disappointing in a way that I think most people don't understand. He's had just two touchdown passes over his last three games. He's only thrown multiple touchdowns, which is not a high bar. So I mean, it's multiple touchdowns, two or more touchdowns in two of the last seven games. That's it for Tua. And here comes Baltimore's defense. I want no part of that. Tua's way down at quarterback 14 this week whereas Lamar Jackson's up at quarterback three and that it's not so much that the Dolphins are are a bad pass defense they're okay but they've also feasted on some bad quarterbacking a lot of it in their own division and good quarterbacks generally get it done against them well I think Lamar's going to be in that category here what do Jalen Hurts managers do I would assume if they've got him for the championship they rode him drafted him high so you just play him at home against Arizona but the body language the health is that a sure thing I thought he looked a lot better, Sean, this last game. And I agree, you know, after they went through that brutal stretch where they were just playing great team after great team after great team, and at the end of that, he looked bad. I thought I thought 
the body language and just the you know the fact that he wasn't limping around the field. I thought it all looked a lot better last week. And here comes the Cardinals. I mean, this is you know, it's it's not it's the defense is not as bad as the rest of the whole team is. Jonathan Gannon's done an okay job, and obviously he knows Jalen Hurts intimately, but Hurts level passers generally dominate the Cardinals. They've been able to stay quasi-competitive against bad quarterbacks. Good quarterbacks get it done, and this feels like a a very good opportunity. And last week, the Cardinals let Justin Fields run for almost 100 yards on a touchdown, and so Hurts should be able to help you on the ground and through the air this week. Charge, you know who's been weird this year when it comes to fantasy football? And I'll say this for the last couple of years is Josh Allen because everybody drafts him high. He's got the big arm, but he also turns the ball over. What say you coming up on Sunday's game versus New England? Yeah, I, I like him here. New England is a tough matchup, to be clear, though. Um, you know, their, their secondary and their pass defense, it slumped in the middle of the year when in the same week they lost their star rusher, Matthew Judon, and then they lost their, their first-round cornerback, Christian Gonzalez. And, but over the last about five, six weeks, they're right back to being great again. Um, Josh Allen became the, the first quarterback to total at least 40 touchdowns in four straight seasons last week. And so the productivity has generally been there uh, over the course of this season. And he always helps you on the ground as well. He's my number five, five ranked quarterback this week. Speaking of quarterbacks, we got the unibrow going tonight. Joe Flacco trying yeah. to continue this run against a Jets secondary that's really good. I mean, who saw this coming from Joe Flacco on Mama's couch just a month ago? Now, if his name wasn't, you know, DeMar Hamlin's going to get the comeback player of the year, but the guy that probably has played his way to earn that has been Joe Flacco. What do you think he does tonight? See, I don't think DeMar Hamlet should even be in this conversation. I'm with you, God dude. bless him. We're not supposed but, to say that, but I'm with you, dude. You know, he's inactive most weeks. You know, I just, you know, I think, you know, to earn this, you I, like, be on the field. So, yeah, uh, Flacco's story's been unbelievable. His average game, Sean, 327 yards, two and a half touchdowns. Mm. And, you know, it powering teams into the playoffs. But And I've got him on one of, my, one of my championship teams for this week. I'm benching him. And it's because the Jets, they're such a good pass defense and such, and more importantly, such a bad run defense. You know, Kevin Stefanski at heart is a run-first coach, and this is a perfect opportunity. They're going to get ahead. Trevor Simeon's going to offer nothing from the Jets' offense, and they're just going to pound the ball. The Jets see the second-most rushes per game, 31 per game. So you know Stefanski's going to run this thing like crazy. I think both uh, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford, looking at heavy, heavy usage here. Flacco's been throwing his arm out of socket. I think they're going to rest him up for a lot of this game and just let the running backs do their thing. So what does that do if I've got Amari Cooper? Obviously, he's got to be going up against Sauce Gardner tonight. That's right, and that's a huge problem. And by the way, heel injury, we don't know for sure what his status is going to be, but Cooper is so tough, they could amputate the foot during the (laughs) coin toss, and I think Amari Cooper would end up playing in that game. But it's a tough matchup against Sauce Gardner. Get this, since week three, the average game in Sauce Gardner's coverage is one catch for 12 yards. Wow. And you're probably thinking, and Sauce plays one half the field, so you're probably thinking, Charge, you're moron. They'll just put him on the other side of the field. But the catch there is DJ Reed's on the other side of the field. He's almost as good as Gardner is. Since the opening, he gives up two catches for 23 yards in his coverage. That's it. So there's really nowhere for Amari Cooper to hide in this matchup. It's a really tough spot. 
And I don't think we're going to get the Amari Cooper of last week with the 200 and whatever, 50 yards. Charge, awesome stuff. Great insight. That's why you're the best. Hey, real quick before you get out of here while we're talking about the Browns, are they for real? Like, do we think they could win playoff games this year? Oh, hell yeah. Who wants to Who wants to play them right now? They're, they're growing as well as any team in the AFC. You know, if, if this Joe Flacco, you know, the, the playoffs aren't going to be too big for Joe Flacco. Been in the playoffs a bunch of times. And it's it's such – I think right now they're – I think they're the team in the AFC that people don't want to face because you get the great defense, you get great coaching. Kevin Stefanski deserves to win coach of the year. And I'm, I'm a believer in what I've seen in Flacco for this last month. So, yeah, that's they're going to make some noise. And that's how wide open it is. You say nobody wants to face Cleveland. Lots of people don't want to face Buffalo. I'm maybe yeah. a homer, but I still think people are scared of Kansas City. Charge, you're the best, man. Paul Charging of guillotineleagues.com. Thanks, brother. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. Always fun catching up with him. Hopefully, your fantasy football team is still alive. Mine, uh, injury bug bit them very early on. Yeah. In fact, dude, I lost my – nobody cares about this. The only things that people care about less than another person's fantasy football team is another person's poker hand. Remember when poker was real big back in the day? You're like, dude, I had two queens, and I'm drawn to the flush. And next thing – I'm lost. I don't, I don't give a damn. So I won't tell you about my fantasy football team there. I'll spare you. Okay. But I had a lot of injuries. Let's just leave it at that. Thanks to Charge, Drew Nixon, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, taking you up until 2 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. So earlier in the show, I asked, text me in how many games you think the Chiefs win in the playoffs. And we got a few zeros, lots of zeros, if we're being honest. Got a few ones. Did we see any fours? Are there any believers out there? I believe some people say that they think they can run the table. They, they, they get hot and they flip the switch and they, they go all the way. I don't know if they were serious or not, but no, those are my friends. I told them to text that in. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. So you're all by yourself then. Correct. In this, okay. I'm the one person in the city that still has faith that Patrick Mahomes can go in to a booth, become Superman and just be that guy. But since everybody's feeling so down, let's play a fun game. It's called text a random chief. And this is going to remind us just how bad things have been. All right. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. Here we go. Percy Snow. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You feel better already, don't you? Sabby Piscatelli. Mighty Mouse. I loved Mighty Mouse. Not the cartoon, the guy, the player. Elvis Gerbach. There's a lot of them on here, man. We'll keep going through the random Chiefs because it's a fun game to play and it makes us feel better. Look. I know. Season wasn't supposed to go this way. Weren't supposed to still be. We're not supposed to be having the conversation with two weeks left that the Chiefs could technically still miss the playoffs. Like, that was not supposed to happen. But I'm also not on board saying that the season is over with. I'm not on board with people saying that the Chiefs are done and they can't win playoff games based on what we've seen this year. And maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm an idiot. I've been called a lot of these things in the past. But I think until I see Patrick Mahomes go out, go out there and not be able to do it, even on his own, I get it. I get it, guys. In the past, he had Tyree Kill. In the past, he had, you know, a healthier, you name it. I think once the playoffs come around, we're talking about a three-game sample size. Can Patrick Mahomes be the reason, be great, be better than he ever has before? Take it to the whole next level. For three games, I'm going to choose to believe that he can until I see that he can't. And then I'll come back on. I'll say I was wrong. I will say I look at the path. It looks tough. On paper, it looks kind of difficult. Let's say the Chiefs have to face 
Buffalo, then Miami, then Baltimore. What that does is gives all those other young quarterbacks in the AFC an opportunity to actually do something. Think about the public perception of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was just one of those other young AFC quarterbacks. There's like five, six, seven of them. If you want to throw in a Trevor Lawrence or a C.J. Stroud, eight or nine, pretty much all the good young quarterbacks are in the AFC. And we group them together, and we say Patrick Mahomes, and then whoever you think is next. If you're a Josh Allen guy, if you're a Burrow guy, whatever, Herbert. But think about the public perception of Joe Burrow. As soon as he went into Arrowhead in the playoffs and beat Patrick Mahomes, you start to see him in commercials. You start to hear his name right after Patrick Mahomes. He started to get a lot more respect, not just as a college player that won a national championship and a Heisman, but I think he was regarded as the second-best quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes. You know why? Because he beat Patrick Mahomes. That's what it's going to take. So if you're Lamar Jackson, if you're Josh Allen, if you're Trevor Lawrence, if you're one of these other quarterbacks that has a chance to take you from Patrick Mahomes, I'm here to tell you, Bro, you better do it right now. Now is your chance. Because think about what the Chiefs have been the last five years. There is no way in this offseason that they don't address mainly the wide receiver play. But I think this team has a few issues to where they get right. I don't think any of us believe. Maybe you do. 913-586-7610. That this is a bigger problem than the here and now. Drew, do you? Because I think it's a here and now problem. I think the Chiefs have, I think Travis Kelsey's getting a little old and tired and distracted. I think that the offseason when the Chiefs could have got a guy like DeAndre Hopkins or some other names, they, they screwed that up. I think that the body language is terrible, but I'm also not saying that it's done and the dynasty is over and they're not going to win a bunch more Super Bowls. I think the problems will be addressed. The question is, can they do anything about it this year? But I don't think it's a long-term thing to you. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it could be if they don't figure it out. If they don't, I mean, that, that's where it's up to them to get the right guys in. They'll figure it out. There's no way. There's no way. The only thing that scares me is that Travis Kelsey is not getting any younger. I take a look at his numbers. Not quite as good as they've been the last couple of seasons, but also not a huge dip. He's still going to be right around 100 catches and right around double-digit touchdowns. So not a huge drop-off. But going forward, they certainly better figure that out, huh? I mean, Mahomes has to. We saw what Mahomes was like in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago without offensive line, and he can't do it on his own. I mean, we, we saw that. We've seen Patrick Mahomes without wide receivers, and right now it looks like he can't do it on his own. We'll see. 913-586-7610 is the phone number, 913-586-7610. Keep those texts rolling in coming up in just a few minutes. I'm going to take you back inside a very dangerous place, the mind of the machine. It looks like Lamar Jackson's going to win his second MVP. Do you think there's people out there that would take Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes? Let's say outside of Baltimore. Do you think there are level-headed humans, football fans, that know what they're talking about, that would start their franchise with Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes? Now, maybe that narrative changes At the end of February, if Lamar Jackson goes out there, wins the Super Bowl, and then we look back, especially if he beats Mahomes along the way, 
And then we look back and go, damn, he beat him head to head. He won a Super Bowl. They got the same amount of MVPs. Maybe it's a little bit closer than we've been giving credit to the last few years, but he's actually got to go out there, do that, cash in, and then I'll give you that respect. Nobody thinks Lamar is Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Because it seems like that guy's been getting a lot of love. And if we're ranking the quarterbacks based on the way that they've actually played this season, then Lamar's number one and Pat's what? Five? Six? Is that too high? Eight? He has thrown less touchdown passes than Baker Mayfield and Jordan Love. Not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, We go inside the mind of the machine coming up here in just a little while. As I said, if you weren't with us earlier, you're going to want to check out the podcast because we had an airing of the grievances. We went ahead and celebrated Festivus a little bit late here on Cody and Gold, but we gave everybody theirs, right? Oh, Mahomes yeah, got some. You gave some of the offensive line, then rammed them back over. I let Brett Veach have an earful, so if you missed that, check that out on the podcast. All right, coming up on the other side, we put a bow on this thing. We talk plenty more Kansas City Chiefs. We go inside the mind of the machine, and I got something special for you, so don't go away. Final segment of the show coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Wrapping things up here on 610 Sports Radio in for Cody and Gold on the Sports Machine. Sean Levine with my guy, Drew Nixon. Text line open 913-586-7610. Drew, remember uh, a couple hours ago when we were talking about the worst shots 
that we've ever taken in our entire life. And I told you about when I accidentally took a shot, a swig yeah. of my buddy's uh, spit cup in the middle of the softball game. That's right. I found some nastier ones. What do you know about a smoker's cough shot? You ever heard of that? Uh, no. It's one and a half ounces of Jägermeister and one tablespoon of warm mayonnaise. What? <laughs> People are just doing this to say that they've done it. I feel like it's just, hey, you know what? Screw it. Oh, you don't think that people go to the bar and they're like, "Yeah, let me get a yeah, let me, get, yeah, uh, let me yeah. get a smoker's cough and why don't you throw in an extra tablespoon of the warm mayonnaise?" Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, and what you heat up the mayonnaise, what in the uh, microwave yeah, and then pour right. it in the show? Goodness, I'm about to vomit in my mouth. All right, instead of that, let's go back inside the mind of the machine. Hey, there was a mayo bowl yesterday, the Duke's mayo bowl. There is the wasabi bowl. Actually, that's going on right now. That's Boston College versus. That one just wrapped up. Boston College won. Hey, how about that? Wasabi for everybody, I think. Yeah. What is was do we? What is wasabi? Have you had wasabi? I have not had it. Do you know what wasabi is? Not really. No, it not is, exactly. It is according to my research. It is Japanese horseradish. Now do I don't. Do you think they dumped that on the coat on the winning coach after? I don't know. Like they did the Probably, mayo. I don't think they did. I don't know. I think wasabi. I was gonna say it's expensive, but I have no idea. Maybe it's cheaper than mayo. For all I know. No, what does no it taste clue. like? I mean, just because you tell me it's Japanese horseradish, what do you put wasabi on? Do you eat wasabi on its own? Is wasabi, do you spread said wasabi? That I feel like you might spread it, yes. Yes, we think wasabi spread? Okay. I don't know. All right, I don't know either. Um, there's a new sports book out at the Hollywood Casino. I do know that much. When do you think Missouri is going to, you know, come around and legalize the whole gambling thing? Doesn't sound like anytime soon. I mean, maybe 2024. Five at the earliest you know at this rate it's a big game and if there's any members of the uh, local legislature listening right now here on 610 sports radio i don't know if you know this or not but here's what people do they drive from missouri to kansas and they make their bets then they go back from kansas to missouri to get their weed and then they go to wherever they live that's how this whole thing works <laughs> so if you think that you're pulling oh well we're all high and mighty here in Kansas because you can't buy your weed. Well, you can five minutes away. All right? But don't forget to make your bets before you do because they won't take your bets in Missouri. That's right. <laughs> make your bets, take your winnings, and then go get yourself go, get some Get yourself weed. some ganja. Exactly. If you do it the other way, your bets might not hit. I don't know. Maybe they will. What do I know? College football playoff. Who you got? Michigan, I'm wearing the hoodie. You like Michigan, okay. My right. dad is a Michigan fan, so I, by default, uh, not that's not my team, but I root for Michigan. Hmm. I think that they're going to win. I think it'll be them and uh, Texas in the final. Well, my dad went to KU, but they're not in the college football playoffs, so I got to give you a different <laughs> team. Uh, Unfortunately for you, yeah. Texas? I guess I got Texas. Texas I don't sound too hot. confident in that, do I? Texas. I think they beat Washington. I think I think the, the good thing, I guess, that comes from this is that both games, I think, will be good in the semifinals. Hopefully, crossing your fingers, and then the national title uh, can be just as good. I don't know if this rationale makes a lot of sense from a gambling perspective, but Alabama's getting a point and a half. And any time, and it doesn't happen a lot, Anytime Alabama's getting any sort of points, you just you, bet you on bet them. It. That's it. You just bet on them. You don't need to know anything else. The variables <laughs> don't matter at that point. That might be a low-scoring game, too, because both defenses are very good. Texas and Alabama would be my national championship game. A rematch? You know who's hoping that's not the national Week championship two. game. Uh, Brett Yormark. Florida State. Well, that, too. But, yes, the Big 12 commissioner, yeah, you get a – I guess you're ha- – I don't know. If, if you're Brett Yormark, you're excited because a Big 12 team technically would win the national ish, title. A Big 12-ish team. 
Yeah. Does the Big 12 claim Texas's national title? So if it's SEC, so so if it's Texas versus Alabama, is this an all SEC championship? Everybody's going to say it is, but I feel like if you're Brett Yarmick, you have to, yeah, you have to hang on to it, especially if they win. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're claiming it, even though you try to push them out. Look how quick the conversation's going to change. Heading into next year, KU and K State could be fighting it out to see who ends up winning this conference. That could be your Big 12 title game. You're probably going to miss Oklahoma and Texas pretty quickly. Oh, you get Dion money in there. It'll be all right. You know what they should have done? And I'm being dead serious, but this would have never happened. Somebody important should have stepped up and said, we need to expand the college football playoff right now because it's not to just what? 24 like it is in the FCS. No, or, don't do uh, that. Uh, and Missouri, Missouri fans aren't going to like this, but they should have made it eight. Here's what they should have done. I agree. Here's what they should have done. They should have had an emergency meeting and been like, it's not just Florida State that's getting screwed. And at Alabama and Texas kind of earned their way in. <laughs> what about Georgia? What about Ohio State? Uh, what about Oregon? I feel like there were eight teams this Oregon year. Oregon didn't belong in there. Hmm. Lost to Washington twice. They didn't belong in there. Okay. Well, we can't just have seven. You're going to put MU in there? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. There you go, sure. Tiger fans. You always call me a hater. I just put you in the college football playoff, for goodness sake. All right? But seriously, what level of what sport? It's not peewee football. It's not middle school. It's not high school. Do the really good teams not get a chance to win the championship? It's stupid. And that's why they're expanding it. If anything, college football's gotten really lucky over the years that this hasn't happened. Because they've never figured out a good college football playoff format. Think about it. In our grandpa's day, they just took two teams. They were like, Number one, Penn State plays number six, Nebraska, and whoever wins is their national champion. Then for our dads, it got a little bit better. They were like, the BCS. we're going to put in a computer system, and we're going to see what two teams this thing spits out. They thought they made it better for us. Here, we're going to give you, you keep complaining, you want a playoff, here's your playoff. You get four teams. Four has always sucked. Four is never enough. Yeah, four has always been. I think eight is the happy. What they should do is allow the BCS to figure it out themselves, but have a eight-team playoff instead of just two teams. The only thing that's good for four is if you believe that any publicity is good publicity because it does get a lot of conversation about it like we're having right now, right? Well, what about team five? What about team six? Just let us see a playoff. Is that asking? Like a real playoff with eight teams. Think about Georgia specifically, dude. They've won two straight national championships, and they had won, what was it, 27, 37, 29? They've won a bunch of games in a row, okay? Mm -hmm. And because they lost to Alabama on a neutral field in a championship game, they don't even get a chance to win the third. That's just stupid. That's stupid. So at least they're going to expand it next year, but somebody important should have put their foot down this year, made a bunch of phone calls, and said, we're sorry, we're expanding it to eight right now. Yeah, they should have. what, What if... Drew, what if the Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco? They're not going to. Okay, but, I, I, but I'm sports not. radio. What if the Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco? They could still be a one seed. They could have the bye. We know the world's coming to an end soon. For real, huh? What if would the, it, what, if what, the Browns win the Super Bowl? What if, let me take it a step further. What if it's Browns and Lions? I That would be. That's the NFL wow. nightmare scenario. Armageddon? That is the NFL nightmare Super Bowl. They don't. Uh, yeah. The Dream Super, the last Bowl, Super Bowl they want. Dream Super Bowls probably still involves Kansas City, you would think. Chiefs Eagles probably again. Chiefs Eagles, Chiefs Cowboys. Well, you know, of course. They they'd love to have the Cowboys in. Yeah. Detroit versus Cleveland, though. Can you imagine? <laughs> Not the best ratings, I don't think. Uh but let's say that Flacco does win the Super Bowl for the sake of this conversation. Wow. What do they do with Deshaun Watson? 
Well, well, they're stuck with they're they're in a worse spot than the Broncos were right? with Russell Wilson. Believe it or not, they they would have to pay him everything. The thing about it though is it's not like they it's not like they had Brock Purdy and he happened to come along and win the thing with them. And he's young. Joe Flacco is four, however old he is. He's seventy three. Uh, he might as well be, but he's still playing better than a twenty or thirty year old Deshaun Watson. I, I think that they have no choice but to see how it goes again. His unibrow is great too. I love that thing. Uh, the only unibrow that I like better is Anthony Davis's. Is that where you're, where you were going? He's got a good one. Are you familiar with Frida Kahlo? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bert from Ernie and Bert. <laughs> I believe he had a unibrow. All right, we move on. Uh, the Pistons. Speaking of bad, they've lost 27 games in a row. NBA record. Drew, what do you do? I have an idea, but what do you do? Oh God, I I feel bad for Monty Williams because he's a better coach than what it's it seems what to be. You feel bad for him. He's the highest paid coach in the NBA. I feel bad for him. He's the hot. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. He makes more than Eric Spolstra. All right. He's the highest paid coach in the but NBA. It's not, it's not his fault. What's not being paid. It's the Pistons. No, his agent, him. whoever his agent is, is unbelievable. Well, yes, but the Pistons did it. They're Monty the one. Williams. They're the one sending out the checks. They're the one putting it the direct deposit. And that's their fault. Here, Monty, we're going to pay you more than Popovich and everybody else. Just take the $14 say no. million. They, they could have offered you or I the job and they, they could have. They could have said, hey, Drew and Sean, it doesn't matter who the head coach is. You, we want you on the staff. We're going to pay you $200,000 each. We're taking the job whether we're qualified or not. Dude, I'd do it for 15 bucks an hour. But I don't know if your ass would win a game. I ain't losing 27 in a row. If I was the head coach, if they would have gone with me over Monty Williams, <laughs> we ain't losing 27 in the NBA. You should fall into a win every they, now and again. Um, I think they should trade Kate, Kate Cunningham. He's going to trade himself out of there pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, he will. Here's what they need to do. They need to have relegation like they do in soccer. And oh, just I'm with you. Move I, them I, down to the G League. I, I, All right. That's it for Mind of the Machine. Tanking, we'll talk Chiefs tanking the goes away the at that point you as kill well. Kill the music. Yeah, I mean, shh. I don't think they're tanking on purpose, but the boy. Santa Cruz Warriors are now all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, move NBA somebody team. up. Yeah, exactly. The Fort Wayne Mad Ants. How many of those teams do you name? Give, give, give me a, give, give me a city. I want to see if I can name the team name of a, like a G League team. Uh, Iowa City. No, Des Moines. I think is where they're at. Well, you got to give me the right damn city. What are they called? Iowa has a, Iowa has a G League team. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Are they the Shock? Am I making that up? You might, you might be right, actually. Well, they don't call you the sports machine for nothing. That is No, they're not. The okay. Iowa Wolves. Yeah, well, I was close. Shock, Wolves, same thing, I right? Guess. Yeah. That's true. I'm the sports machine. Your text the rest of the way, 913-586-7610. So let's get back to where we were at the beginning of the show, which was the question of the day. The question of the day was, are the Chiefs' problems fixable? Is there anything they can do? And I'm not talking about long-term. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of closed-door meetings and important decisions made this offseason, right? Brett Veach is going to have to decide who he's going to take in the draft, who he's going to get rid of, who he's going to trade, what moves he's going to make, who he wants long-term, how he's going to get a wide receiver, Patrick Mahomes, to throw the football to. There's a lot of important decisions to be made this offseason. But I'm not saying this season's done yet. I'm not going to take a team that's been to, what, two of the last three Super Bowls, that's won a couple of them, that's got a multiple-time MVP that's going to win the division for the eighth year in a row that has Andy Reid as the head coach and say they can't win three games in a row. I'm not that guy. Maybe you are. And maybe I'm going to look like an idiot more than I already do a month from now. And everybody's going to be able to say, I told you so. See, 
I told you exactly what was going to happen, sports machine. Buffalo's going to go into Arrowhead, and they were going to house them because Josh Allen's playing better than Patrick Mahomes, and that's maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. Maybe Josh Allen comes into Arrowhead, and the same thing happens that I've seen before. He plays good, close game, Chiefs win. On to the next. Chiefs play Miami. Guess what? I saw that game earlier this year on a neutral field. Chiefs won. Then it's Baltimore. I've seen Lamar Jackson go head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes plenty of times. I can remember one time that Lamar won that game, and it took a crazy set of circumstances. What I'm saying is it's a little bit early, it feels like, to put a fork in this team. Has the season gone like we were hoping? No. Are they done? I don't think so. I don't think you can say a team's done when they're going to make the playoffs. I don't th- even though they've looked the way that they have. Well, I don't thank think you, you, Captain Obvious. Obviously, they're not done, done. They I have mean, a chance. But we're saying, I asked earlier, the text line, text me a number, one through four. How many playoff games do we think the Chiefs win this year? And I forgot to say zero because I just didn't think that could happen. And a bunch of people started texting zero. So maybe yeah. I'm a believer, and maybe you think they can win a playoff game. But the truth is, and tell me if I'm wrong, publicly it feels like there's a lot of people driving around Kansas City right now that have no belief in this football team. Am I wrong? No. I, and for all the right reasons, I don't think you, I, I, you should have belief that they have a chance, obviously, but I don't think you should believe in going confident that, yeah, we're going to run the table and we're going to get to another super, forget even winning it. We're, we're going to get there. I don't think, I don't think you can feel confident in that. You see Kelsey's comments on his podcast. Lots yeah. of, uh, Words that we can't say here on this particular radio show. Yeah, I mean, basically saying what we are, which is there's plenty of blame to go around. He's culpable. Mahomes is culpable. That's the problem is it feels like in the past, even when the Chiefs haven't been perfectly right, that they had enough talent and not that many holes where they were still going to beat you. They would just outscore you, right? Like even if the defense wasn't quite as good, whatever, we'll put up 50. Even if a wide receiver is hurt, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hartman, whatever. We got Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. The margin for error is what's gone away the most this season for this team. That's the difference between the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes that we've gotten used to. Every single year, every year since Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback, the Chiefs have been really good. They've won the division. And they had this thing over the other team that I like to call the Mike Tyson effect, which is before the game even starts, oh, crap. We got to play that guy? We got to face Patrick Mahomes? Oh, crap. They also have one of the best coaches of all time? Oh, crap. We got to go into Arrowhead? I don't think people feel that way. I get it. I get it. The Chiefs aren't even, what are they? What are they, Arrowhead? Four and three or three and four? Either way, it's not seven and oh. The dominant days that we've seen at Arrowhead the past few years clearly aren't there. So if you want to say, well, sports machine, they're at least going to win. They're going to win a playoff game because they're going to win the division. Uh, It's not a lock. Not a lock. Far from a lock. Far, far from it. They're four and four at home. Five and two on the road. Well, maybe that'll give you confidence if they have to play away from Arrowhead, which they're probably going to have to play away from Arrowhead a couple of times. In fact, they're definitely going to have to play away from Arrowhead a couple of times if they're going to win this thing. I did a Levine's list earlier today, if you missed it, the most dangerous teams once the playoffs begin. I had the Chiefs at three. I'm still a believer. The only teams that I think are more dangerous when the playoffs come around in a couple of weeks are the teams that I believe end up with the bye. And the bye 
is more important now than ever. When they added playoff teams and they took away that second bye, not having to play and getting home field advantage, huge. So I think that Baltimore and San Francisco end up with those buys, end up with the one seed in their respective conferences, and they're more dangerous than the Chiefs. Nobody else. I had Dallas at 10, Rams at 9, Cleveland at 8. You hate Cleveland, don't you? Uh, no, I hate, the, I hate the Steelers and Ravens more. As a Bengals fan, I hate them more. Philly at 7, they're done. Philly's the NFC version of the Chiefs, right? Great quarterback, just been there. A year ago, everybody loved you coming into the season. You were winning a bunch of they games. They have a defensive High problem, expectations. Though. Yeah. Well, they, we can't, they can't stop anybody. They, well, they, got, they, they got a defensive problem, but you know what they have? A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, you know, wide receivers. We got a wide receiver yeah. problem. So it's not exactly the same. We all got issues, though. I do feel like part of that, and this all gets lost in the fold, is Chris Jones almost held him hostage in terms of making the decision to go and get DeAndre Hopkins. Because he waited so long that they couldn't, DeAndre Hopkins couldn't wait any longer and wouldn't wait any longer, so he went and signed with the Titans. That's fair. Because the whole time, his premise, I think it, if I remember right, DeAndre Hopkins said, I want to go play for a contender. I want to play for a winner. Tennessee is not that. No, you ended up so, with the Titans? Yes. Uh-huh. I get it. Either teams didn't want you or stuff happened and it, did, it didn't quite work out. And Chris Jones wanted his money, and it ended up working out where he got he got the deal he wanted, which he's not even going to hit his, hit all his numbers, anyways. And that's why earlier but he screwed the Chiefs over when, and Veach. When we were when we were dividing the blame pie, if you will, earlier on in the show, and we were saying, well, Andy could have done better at this, and how much you know, Nagy, and how much of it is Patrick Mahomes. I worked my way all the way up to Brett Veach. I worked my way all the way up to the guy that puts the players on the field. But here's the thing. If we start asking ourselves, since the Chiefs have had this run that they've been on for the last five or six years, and we started listing the best and most important players, essentially, who are the guys? What's the reason why the Chiefs are so good? We would go Patrick Mahomes one. We would go Kelsey two. We would go Chris Jones three. We would go Tyreek Hill four. Some some version of that, right? None of those guys got drafted by Brett Veach. So what Brett Veach's job is now, go out there and make your mark and be the reason why this team can still win multiple Super Bowls and don't find themselves in a position like they're in right now. Because quite frankly, Drew, I'm going to sound like my dad always used to tell me when I was a kid, he goes, you're just acting unnecessary. And I was like, what do you mean? He'd be like, what you're doing? It's just unnecessary. A lot of the Chiefs' problems It just feels unnecessary. It feels like they almost put themselves in this spot where I truly believe that Brett Veach thought, I've got Patrick Mahomes, and if he doesn't have Tyree Kill, fine. If he doesn't have Sammy Watkins, fine. If Travis Kelly gets a little bit old, fine. Whatever. He's still going to be able to go out there, win 13 or 14 games, win a couple of playoff games, and we're going to be back in Las Vegas. I think that was the plan. It was, let's build up the defense. Let's pay a couple of these other guys, see what we get. But I'm not too worried about the wide receiver position. Well, I'm here to tell you, bro, you better be worried about it because as good as Patrick Mahomes is, that's been the biggest problem this season. If we're starting to break down group by group, who's been great, 
Who's been good? There's only been one group that I would say that's been awful. The line has been okay. Yeah. The pass rush has been okay. The running game even. It's been okay at times with Pacheco. The wide receivers have let this football team down. So we'll see what happens in a three-game sample size. Because I don't think uh, Jerry Rice or Calvin Johnson's walking through that door anytime soon. Well, no, and I think that that's, that's part of the I – don't, I, don't, I don't blame Veach because he, he went and he got McDuffie and they, won, and they won a Super Bowl while he was the GM. and They've won two while he's been the GM. Yeah, but – The thing that they're doing – Yeah, right, but come on. You know there's a but there, though. I mean, the best, did, did, he, did he put together that team that won the Super Bowl or was it already largely partially? in place? I think he added to it. Well, I think yeah. he had a couple of nice draft picks. The truth is he also yeah, went you, out there and overpaid for Frank Clark and we won the Super Bowl, so it was like, don't even worry about it. If that was John Dorsey, if that was – uh, any of the previous general managers, that's a move like Eric Berry. That's a move like Justin Houston, where that's gotten other general managers in the unemployment line. And I'm not saying that should happen to Brett Veach. Don't get it twisted. I think he's really good, and I think overall he's done a really good job. All I'm saying is, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, he has not put this team in a very good position. You cannot have a team that has Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and also not really have a great chance to win a championship. That shouldn't coincide. If you have those guys, you should put yourself in position every single year. You should be confident enough as a general manager to have enough good pieces around him to win 13 or 14 games. He, but he's responsible for the offensive line. He's also, and also, when you inherit a situation, that doesn't mean that you're good right away. It just means you're fortunate. Like Mike Tomlin inherited possibly the best situation that he could have inherited as a head coach of the Steelers. And he's done something with it. Not as much as maybe people would like, but he's done stuff with it. Like Veach has done enough with what he inherited to make the team better. And I also think that last, I mean, last year they won a Super Bowl without Tyree kill. It literally is the exact same core that they have now. That's the, that's minus, the conundrum. But, that's like what, what but, happened? But that's not Brett Veach's problem. It is his problem. No, you needed to add to it. They won a Super Bowl last year. Oh, dude! So with, you think? So you think you can just say, "All right, I was great, so I'm always going to be great, and I don't need to change"? That's ridiculous. Isn't that what every single Chiefs fan is saying? Though, as long as we, the people in the beginning of the year on the text line, we have Patrick Mahomes, we'll be fine. As long as the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, we'll be fine. That's what the front office thought too. That's what I'm but telling they, you, and that they, is not the case. But, but they won without those guys, so I think that that's where them winning the whole thing convinced themselves that they didn't have to touch that wide receiver. I room. agree. They were wrong. And with the Tyree well, yeah. Kill I mean, thing, obviously, yeah. what, what I think is going on with the Tyree Kill thing is people can say, kind of like you just did, Drew, well, they won a Super Bowl last year. Well, yeah, I think sometimes the NFL needs to adjust. They're like, yeah. damn, they, they still got all these guys. They still got all these weapons. And the Chiefs went out there without Tyree Kill. Look at what the Dolphins offense is with Tyree Kill. Look what the Chiefs offense is without Tyree Kill. Just a year and change later, they were able to get that championship, thank goodness, without him. But it feels like the league kind of figured something out because Tyree Kill's still great and the Chiefs offense, uh, not so much. Thank you to our guests, Dayton Hughes, Paul Charchian, all your texts on the sports machine from my guy, Drew Nixon. Appreciate you checking us out for Cody and Gold right here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.